Ah, we're live. I think I finally did it. Uh, uh, yeah, we're streaming. Showing. Man, what a pain in the butt. Hey, we're back, guys. What's hey, guys. up? There's a, there's going to be a song at some point. Yeah, we'll do a song in a you second. We're going to do something different tonight. We're going to do a hot wing challenge. You guys are ready for this? I'm ready for this. Let's do it. We're we're all ready to copy every successful internet show. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> up guys hey everybody thanks for tuning in it's a little ramshackle operation you're playing with uh, tonight i don't know what the problem is like every time i do this it's like a new challenge for me i want it noted that i was 15 minutes early tonight actually you were <laughs> and we are 20 minutes late so this is all on you and your lack of technical expertise what happened was i restarted the computer and then when it booted back up it like wiped all my camera settings and I was like, I don't want it to look like this. I want it to look better than this. For you, the fans, he wants this. I know. I really did. And I got it. We're good now. Chris wants a lot of things for you, the fans. He also wants to torture me and see me cry. Uh, so we're eating a bunch of hot wings tonight. All right. So let me. here's the deal with these hot wings. They're very uh, hot. They're, they're, not only are they very hot, they're the hottest I could find in like the world. Like ever? Ever. Like the hottest wings in the world ever. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. These well, these are the hottest wings I have ever had. I enjoy hot wings. I and like you, to challenge myself. How how many cities have you eaten hot wings in? At least seventeen. That's a lot. I mean, that's not the whole world, but no. that's a that's a respectable number. Yeah, sure is. is it, does this do these cities include other countries? Yes, actually. Okay, which countries? I don't remember. Countries oh, like no, known had, for I, spice. I'm pretty sure I had wings in Paris. All right, so that's not a spicy country. No, that's no, a very that's a very bland. rich. You know, food, country, <laughs> savory. Right. So here's the thing with these wings. These wings are, called, so they are from a local establishment in North Atlanta called The Wing. These, the, 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 the sauce that's on these wings are called Zamunda Fire. Which is, uh, if anybody remembers, from the Eddie Murphy film uh, Coming to America. Was, was the fictional country there. Exactly. And that this is only this one location. This location used to be a Wild Wing Cafe. And now it is the wing. Then they broke off. Now it's just the wing. So I'm pretty sure this is a take on Wild Wing Cafe's spiciest flavor made even spicier. With more spice. Yes. And tell everybody how you... What is your tolerance level of spice? Very low. Like between one and ten? Maybe a three. I'm not... I'm I'm, like mayonnaise is spicy to me. All right. This is going to be fun then. So we're prepared... (laughs) We're going to do wings, and then we're going to talk about things as we eat wings. So grab your first wing. Should we both grab like a flat or a, or a drum at the same time? Yeah, I would think so. We want to match. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to grab a drum. All right, I'll grab this drum. All right. Okay, by the way, I should also mention, before we take a bite of this, I've had these before. Zach has not had these before. Chris's personal record is 10. It is also the store record. As far as I know, so, so as far as I know, you know, the person at the to-go place said he's not aware of anybody that's had more than 10. I have made it to 10. I am really not looking forward to any of this. All right. Just so everyone knows. All right. Let's do this. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. 
We even copied the toast. Yeah. All right. Bite one. Now, it starts off. Okay. Did you do the whole wing? You did the whole wing. Wait a second, Zach. Holy sh. Um. <laughs> you ate the whole wing. Hey. You you wanted to see me cry, right? Dude, you threw that down. <laughs> I was not expecting that. This is good. This is gonna be a great ASMR episode. Hey guys, we're live on YouTube right now. By the way, you want to see the video? Oh my goodness! How does it feel? Awful. Describe it. It's uh, like having a fire in your mouth slowly spread. A zamunda fire. A Azam- <clears throat> A zamunda fire. I'm gonna eat the whole thing. You didn't eat the tips. All right. Well, <laughs> I feel like I I gave it a good shot, dude. That was amazing. So, did you see the, um... The, this is so spicy, my beer tastes sweet. <laughs> Dude, did you see the Alex Jones oh. episode of Joe Rogan this week? No, I knew you were going to bring this up. Dude. Oh, my God. It was crazy. I did see that it is four hours and 40 minutes long. It's almost five hours long of Alex Jones chaos. You're tearing. You're tearing. I know. Are you going to be able to do another one? Yeah. Uh, it's it's gonna suck, but I'll do it. Oh my god! Okay, not now. Give it. Let's let's gonna, give. Wanna, the, okay, you want to give it a second? Let's ha- let's have a conversation. Right. About it, you know, let's give like we're really copying that that show. So, well, you know, let's do what they do. Ask me some questions. <laughs> By the way, I'm convinced that this is hotter than any wing that they do on Hot Wings, and here's why. Or Hot Ones. I'm convinced of that because Ooh. I've I've had some of the hot sauces that they've had I'm on sweating. that show. I feel yeah. awful. You're, you're you're not sweating. You're you're glistening. You're glittering. What is it? What is it? Don't drop the plate. Anyway, uh, I've had those sauces, and I swear this is hotter than those. Anyway, so I watched. I watched all four hours and forty minutes. Where well, did you find the time this week? One hour here, one hour there. In the car ride to and from work, I listened to it instead of watched it. It was interesting right off the bat because last I had heard. The two of them weren't getting along. Well, well, I, Alex Jones was not was accusing Rogan of all sorts of shit. Yeah, ridiculous. Okay, by the way, swear Charles off tonight. I'm calling it. No, I can't do no. it. No, since I know you're gonna curse a lot tonight, here's oh. a five dollar bill right now. I'm gonna throw it into the swear jar because we're gonna need it. Uh. So, the episode starts off with them basically saying how they've. They've talked it out. You know Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's like a diplomatic dude, and he was just... And he Sweet said guy. It, he Sweet s- guy. He said it on another episode where he's like, look, I just got to get him in a room and talk to him. And that's exactly what he did, mm-hmm. and everything was fine. But so the, the show starts, and it doesn't take long for them to get into the Sandy Hook stuff. And what I didn't know was that Alex Jones, apparently in the past couple of years, has come out and said he no longer believes that... Sandy Hook was a, a red flag operation. Is that what it's called? A red flag, flag. black flag operation. He now believes it was a real thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that. So uh, apparently what happened was like, you know, he, he did the whole Sandy Hook thing and things just kind of snowballed uh, out of control. Yeah. And before he can take anything back, he was being plastered all over the news and stuff like that. And and, and people were, were just associating his name to the word Sandy Hook to the point where he claims anyway that people were like thinking that he did the shooting. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to hear him talk on another person's show. He brought up a lot of the same topics that he brought up the original time he was on the podcast. 
But this time, he wasn't nearly as intoxicated and or high. So he was able to, quote-unquote, articulate himself a little bit better. Right. He, I am convinced he 100% believes in what he says. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's doing it for the fame and fortune and whatever the heck. No, I think he's, I think he's a kind of a crazy person. He he touched on that. He even said, I think at one point he even admitted that he got so deep into it that he had a borderline like psychotic break. And you okay? No, you, no, you know I'm not okay at all. I feel awful. Are you ready for the second wing yet? No, no, no. Let's just give it like a good ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes? How long? We have sixteen to go. Bro, through. I have a lot of fire in my mouth still. <laughs> It doesn't feel good. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> These are going to burn twice, too. That's the part you I forgot to consider. Uh. All right. So, uh, you know, here another interesting aspect to the podcast is Alex Jones is a believable person because he immediately just, he takes his statements for granted. And what I mean by that is he just spews things out. No, yeah, it's it's an unapologetic stream right. of consciousness. And then you're just like when you as soon as you want to ask a question, he's already on the next topic and you're like, "Well, you just said that as if it was a matter of fact." It, it was a matter of fact. This is 100% <laughs> what I believe. <laughs> hey, these hot wings were made by the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's an interesting fellow, man. And uh the thing is, too, and I don't remember specifics, so I don't want to get into the specifics, but they were going through a list of things. Not not a literal list, but throughout the episode. Granted, there was four hours and 40 minutes to play with. It's, it's one you, you got to go back and revisit and just yes. dissect. And They went through many things, we've said this before, that he did get correct. Yeah. And that's what uh, Rogan was saying, is how fascinating of a person he is, because every once in a while he's right. Yeah, he just nails it. And even on some of the stuff where he's wrong, he had right things about it. You know what's funny? Uh, because I'm a I'm a pretty religious guy, right? Yeah. So I I understand how he reaches a lot of his conclusions as far as uh, like the like the uh, the lower level energy, like trying to come up and corrupt people and trick them into uh, eliminating free will via like AI and stuff. Yeah, I I understand because. That's like a long, if you look at religious history, like people have been trying to figure out what the Antichrist would be forever. It, like in Dostoevsky's uh, The Idiot, there was a conversation uh, about uh, the railway system connecting Russia that may actually be the, uh, the, the you know, ind an indicator of the beast, like the number of the beast was, like, was the number of lines in Russian train things is like 666. Um, oh my gosh. They didn't make that like that explicit connection, but it's like all of these. There's just this rich history of people trying to predict what uh, the end of the world is, which I think, you know, everybody looks at uh, these people that are predicting the actual end of the world and saying that they're kooks and stuff. But I actually think that a little bit of that, like a small margin of like the world could end at any moment, is a healthy attitude. Because it reminds you not to take things for granted, and it reminds you to push uh, for what you want today rather than tomorrow. You know, if you're, you know, if the world's ending tomorrow, what are you afraid of? Right. So, I think that that's actually like an important um, element of human psychology because it clearly is, right? I mean, if we're one mass collective, 
there's a great deal of us that are absolutely obsessed obsessed with the apocalypse and the you know and apocalyptic like post-apocalyptic literature and like the end of the world i mean it's a huge recurring theme and and it's something that for individuals and for societies and cultures has happened repeatedly in the past the american indian went through an apocalypse when the uh you know when when the uh western europeans uh came and conquered and killed all of them you know i mean or such a large amount of them that it's barely even worth you know uh differentiating it is interesting how the human race is so fascinated with an apocalypse yeah we're 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 a super fatalistic species like that's the end game yeah because it's just gonna happen well we're the only thing in the world that recognizes all right i can do another all right you ready we're the only thing in the world that recognizes our own mortality and the potential for the future and the grab a flag and the need oh god this is so covered you don't there you go there. there you go I'll take some of it. How about that? I'll take some of your hot sauce, Zach. <laughs> You're just, you are a Jesus Christ character in this uh, apocalyptic Let's go. fiction. Cheers. We got this. <sighs> Dude, you have a totally different... <laughs> you have a different approach than I do. You just want to get it done as fast as possible. That ended up being a drum. Mm-hmm. We were deceived because of the amount of hot sauce on it. Mm. I know, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> It sneaks up on you, too, because I'm chewing it right now. I'm like, it's not so bad. The strange thing about this flavor is that it tastes good, and then it comes to bite you in the ass a little bit later. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> anyway, so I found his... One thing I find interesting about Alex Jones is how clearly he can describe that whole interdimensional thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, because he pulls from actual religious ideology. And like... <clears throat> and I imagine, like, so he says things to me that, uh, or or he says things that are very similar to things that my uncle told me when I was a small boy, because my uncle's was deep was deep into religiosity and like extra religious, uh, like books and things like that. Like, he was real into Graham Hancock, who's another notable uh, uh, Joe Rogan uh, guest, and. <laughs> The idea of like a lost society, like an in biblical terms, an antediluvian society before the flood. Um, that it's you know in the Bible it makes reference to masters of stonework and artisans uh, of like great uh, rapport or uh, not rapport, um, renown, Whew. and <laughs> as well as giants and uh, you know and heroes of the past. You're not gonna you're not gonna spew, bro, are you? I will not Hang spew. On. If you're going to spew, spew into this. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so what we're at $5, $4 since I said shit earlier. So, well, whatever. I I put 5 in. If you go more than that, we're going to owe the jar. Eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's 3. I'm ready to go for another. No. Come on, man. I just ate this one. Exactly. You can't wait 5 minutes in between wings. Why not? It that's the point. Count. You no, have to go. It hurts every time, Chris. <laughs> You are tearing up pretty bad. I, by the way, I'm really proud of you right now because mm-hmm. you're willing to do this. Of course. Because you told me for a long time that this was going to be a big mistake because you don't tolerate hot stuff very well. <sighs> and I'll tell you right now. I don't. You're a good example for anybody who's afraid to do something challenging. Well, of, of course. This is an inspiring story. You're, are you serious right now? You're the like Rocky it- of hot wings. No, what does, are you implying that you're Apollo Creed? Because that's racist, <laughs> dude. You're doing great. No, you got this. I, I'm not even. I'm not going to force it upon you. 
That's what you did. Anyway. Um, okay, there was one part of the Alex Jones... I don't know if I've told you this before, but there was one part of the Alex Jones, uh, Joe Rogan podcast where I actually related to it. The first one or the second one? The second one that just happened. And he brought up the... Dude, that, when he brought it up, I was like, no way. That's a thing? So... He said that ever since he was a child, this was like three and a half hours into the episode, by the way. Okay. Excuse me. I just, I just burped up straight fire. <laughs> You're going to run out of water. I know. I'm going to run out of everything. <laughs> He's, he said about three and a half hours into the podcast that ever since he was a child, he had, he had this weird thing where he would dream something and then it would happen. Okay. But it would happen like a few months later. <laughs> No, no, I'm having a rough time. What's strange about that? Oh no! Is that that has happened to me? Yeah. And uh, I've told people about this, and I got it. wasn't. It used to happen more when I was younger. And 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 the things that I would dream about were absolutely completely random. Okay. Like for but example, then they would happen. And then they would happen. Like for example, here here's one. Like the, as random as this sounds, I'm laying down on a couch, and and I'm in sixth grade, and a girl goes running. Pla- uh, past the uh, the the front doorway to the classroom. That's it. Laying down on the couch, girl goes running by, and I and I had the dream, and it was so vivid, you know, almost realistic feeling. What is that called? Like uh, a lucid, lucid dream? like uh, yeah, yeah, like if you're if you're if you can control your actions within the dream. If it's the dream isn't pulling you along, but you're no, like okay, so I couldn't control my actions. It was just like it was happening. Mm-hmm. So. And then it happened like a few months later, and and those like the clearest dreams I ever had were the ones that uh, where where that situation happened, where where then it would actually happen in real life. And I've talked to a couple other people, at least two other people. One of them's Taylor, yeah, who can relate to that. They're like, yeah, that's happened to me. So Alex Jones brings that up, and as soon as he says it, I went, uh oh, I can actually relate to that. Mm-hmm. Three and a half hours in, out of all of his crazy stuff, then I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> That I think I can relate to that. So, and once again, this is like this is a documented thing in religious, uh, you know, phenomen- phenomenology. Uh, and not only that, but there's actually yeah. All right, fine. You're gonna do it? Yeah. I got a drum. Oh, it doesn't matter. We switched last time. Uh... <laughs> all right. So, what were you saying before we take a bite? The um. So the. Uh, the thing about uh, it is, is you could this is kind of a long drawn out thing, but I'll try. I, there's two ways to look at it. Like uh, there is the religious, like you know, there is the interpretation of dr- dreams and prophecy, and then there's also like the idea that your unconscious is this crazy good pattern recognition and uh, prediction machine that like takes all of the like uh, sensory input that uh, you gather in the day and parses it during the night and then is able to make like advanced predictions based upon uh, all of like your incredible like brain processing power and pre- uh, precognitive like imagination so like you, you know when you have a problem right you have a, a solution in your mind you're making a prediction about the way you will interact with the future your the dreaming process can be an unconscious version of that and it can be a lot more accurate than what you can do consciously because your brain is using like so many of its like inactive centers so the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere are basically differentiated by their uh, ability to grasp like 
large concepts and then uh, dig into uh, extreme detail. And that's uh, respectively, I believe. And uh, based on that, like the one theory of dreaming is that it's uh, this large um, simulation runner. And like it works in symbolic language rather than explicit articulation like your uh, your right brain does. Or your left brain, excuse me. Left brain. It's left brain, so it was not respectively. Anyway, let's eat this. Hang on, hang on. Before we eat this one, if you're watching the video, and you should be watching the video on YouTube, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show the camera up close how much freaking hot sauce is cake, caked onto It's a things. lot. Look at this. Look at all that hot sauce. <laughs> I, think, I think that's... I'm not sure that the sauce is necessarily this hotter. Is so much of it. Yes. Like, that's the thing. All right, cheers. I got another story on this topic. Let's, let's okay. eat this first, and then I'm going to talk about it. Huh. <laughs> Dude, that, wow! That was like a My Cousin Vinny, like, whole chicken wing bite. Zach! <laughs> it hurt so bad. You ate the whole wing in one bite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Taylor, if you're watching, bring me another glass of water. She is watching, trust me, and she's going to bring it. Thank you. She's been commenting in the chat how funny this is. If there's another beer... <laughs> I'll take the warm Heineken if that's all you have. <laughs> You're doing, dude, you are honestly doing great. <sighs> I made it to my goal here. No, no, this is only three. You said four was your goal. Yeah, four is my goal. Uh, all right, so here's my story. <laughs> same, same exact topic. I'm with my family. And they could bear witness to this. So they oh, were there. I'm sorry. This one's getting the uvula. Oh, you got a good it's one. It's right in the back of the throat. I'm going to lick my fingers. We are a terrible person. I thought we were friends. Come on. We're having fun. You're coming to my son's birthday. <laughs> yeah, it's a big day tomorrow. I'm a groomsman at your wedding. <laughs> All right. How could you do this to me? All right. So here, here's the story. Um, we, we're at like a, it's an arcade. Uh, back home in New York and uh, you know kind of like a David Buster's type place and there was an ice skating rink and uh, kind of like a cafe where you could eat so we had sat down for a couple slices of pizza and um, uh, at the end of the meal my father had lost the keys to the car and he had a big winter coat on right oh here's Taylor with your water what no give me that Taylor says, eat another wing before you can have the water. Oh, no, I got the water. The beer is for another wing. Give me the give me the water. <laughs> Taylor, this I ain't is, playing with you, this Taylor. Is, this is streaming in 720p. I hope everybody could see the tears in your eyes. <sighs> Taylor, give me the water. Give, give me the water, water now. The water. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, this, this, this is stab, what? I'm get you get the the next wing happens in four minutes, okay? <laughs> All right. So it, the establishment was called Sports Plus, and you know we're done with our meal. My dad lo loses his uh, his uh, car keys, and he's got like I said a big puffy coat on, and he reaches into his pocket, and he's like, uh, I can't find my keys, and then it triggered my memory of my dream, and in my dream. He had found an additional hole in it. You know how like a pocket in a coat can get a hole yeah. and then it falls into the coat? Like literally inside. So I, I, I you know, it, it all hit me all at once and I said, Dad, 
There's a hole in your right pocket. Reach into that hole. Your keys are in there. He does it. And his keys are in there. And my brother and my mom look at me like, what did you just do? Like, they probably thought I did it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I dreamt that. And it was the only time in my entire life that I was able to tap in as it was happening and actually predict the next step. That's a great story, Chris. <laughs> I'm really, yeah. That's. Uh, oh, no. <coughs> I killed, I broke Zach. I told him to spew into this little cup. <laughs> All right, Taylor, we'll let you know if we need more uh, uh, liquids. Leave the beer there. Oh, on yeah. The oh, no, no, no. Oh, the God. deal is another wing for the beer. You said it. On the honor system. Just leave it there. No. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. So, okay. While we're, so, what about you then? Has what? anything like that, can you relate to anything that I'm saying right now? Only on, like, an academic level. Like, I've, I've never experienced anything. Uh, I go to a church, which is pretty heavy into, like, uh, they believe in prophecy and they believe in the interpretation. Occasionally, people speak in tongues. Um, I've been in churches where a lot of people speak in tongues, and I don't know. Sometimes I, I've, I've exp- Oh, you know what? I have experienced um, something when I was a, a child. Um, maybe like four. Could I drive at this point? Yeah, I might have been like sixteen, seventeen years old. So a t- I, I was a kid. I was a teenager, and. Um, I had a, a girl prophesy over me, um, and the the girl like she spoke in tongues and she made predictions about uh, my life. Oh boy! And the I don't you know it was a long time ago. I don't remember exactly what was said, but she did say that I would be a builder of men and a foundational uh, pillar in uh, my church community, and uh, I feel like that's correct to it i like i i do my very best to build up all of my male friends and you know uh i just don't have a lot of close female relationships outside of my wife um you created a son yeah i did and i'm building him up uh so i i don't know i it's it's up to interpretation but i you know and it might even be like a self-fulfilling thing but i choose to believe that it was uh a, an in, a genuine thing now, I've also experienced plenty of stuff that I felt was disingenuous and, uh, uh, excuse me. How'd that one feel? Not bad. No, the it's not the gas that's getting me. It's the constant burning sensation in my mouth. <laughs> like, that's what's killing me. Whew, I got two more minutes on that. Oh, you're timing? You actually are timing it in between wings? I, I, I got it. Well, I didn't time the first one. I just made a note. Oh, of okay. when I felt like oh oh it's okay to go <laughs> okay. again, <sighs> so I'm, in a, I'm a, and I'm approaching that now. So, <sighs> right, do you want to get into the disingenuous thing, or do you want to take another wing? Well, I, let me let me think of what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah, so I mean the disingenuous stuff, you know, it's pretty standard. You can go on YouTube and see what I'm talking about, like. People slapping the... I haven't ever been to one of these things. People like slapping sla- what? Yeah, they slap the like uh, sickness out of you or whatever, the oh, blindness. Yeah. Oh, and, you know. speaking of which, did you see about the, uh, the... What is it, a pastor being sued in South Africa? No, what was that about? This exact thing. He, uh, they, they falsified bringing a dude back to life. Oh, wait, I did see that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, and they went to the extent... Oh, see, Taylor's drinking your oh, beer. Yeah, it's so sweet. Damn it. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, we're going to do a wing, and then we're going to go into the story. I'm doing this juicy, flat-looking one. Oh, juicy. Oh, this is a flat. Here we go. 
I like the flats. Cheers, bud. This is number four. Mm. All right, let's do it. <laughs> See how he does it? <laughs> I mean, he's ripping off the Band-Aid. <laughs> What do you know about wing? What do you know about wing? Let me tell you right now. You don't know a damn thing about hot wings until you've had these. These are awful. This is the worst thing I've ever done in my life. What happened to the paper towel? Did they fall? Oh, here they are. I stole them. Here. You got it, bud. All right, so here's the story about what happened in South Africa. A pastor and one of his pals decided to fake his death they went to the point of hiring um, a funeral service, including renting a car. So they go in front of, uh, apparently the funny thing is I think they've done this more than once, but the same dude. But anyway, they go in front of a big crowd, and this is all on, you can find this all on YouTube. And, um, you know, he does this whole, like, prayer thing, and then he comes back to life. The guy just, like, sits up, and he's alive again, and everybody freaks out. And they're being sued by, I think it's, I think it's the limo service, or maybe it's even the funeral service. Because I don't remember what the grounds were. I actually okay. don't know, even remember the specifics. But you know the story I'm talking about. I know. I know the story. I didn't read it. I just. Uh, I just saw it and was like, "Oh, that's a shame." Because <laughs> that's, what, that's what, whenever I, I read anything negative about a religious organization, I just feel yeah. I you know I identify there. That's different. Dude. So I just feel bad. You know. That's different than religion, though. It well it. It is, but it's it's them using a religious vehicle to yes, yeah. you know it's it's I, I hate that sort of thing like any like the Catholic Church with all the the kids and that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> that got the biggest laugh because <laughs> I know you're like raised Catholic, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh. All right, I gotta ask you now before we move on. Are you going to do another wing? Oh yeah, I'm gonna you do are? another wing. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm pumped. All right, good. This is a night to exceed your limits. You're gonna start seeing demons, bro. They, I've already been fighting them off this whole time. Why do you think we are? We're talking about church. <laughs> Have you experienced anything that you would consider out of this world or paranormal or something to that nature? That you've experienced at first hand or interdimensional. To be honest, um, I have uh, heard what I thought was the voice of God several times in my life. Now, I have not heard a distinct. I have heard distinctly one time a voice in my mind, and uh, whew, I am sweating. My bald head is soaking wet right now. My my face. It's just like my pores have become orifices, and they're all just pouring. All right, so God's voice in your head. I have heard one time, because I was praying, you know, I have like a sort of moving meditation thing going on when I hit the heavy bag. It was a very difficult time in my life. I was struggling uh, with a romantic relationship. And I was putting in, it wasn't going well, and I was putting my all into religious and academic studies as kind of a consequence. I'm keep my hat off. So, <laughs> I was I was trying to be pretty pious, um, and I was I was. Taylor's got oh, tissues for you. Just leave the box. Yeah, that's <laughs> what's in the box. 
sweet salvation. That's what's in here. Um, All right, keep. Ooh. You're doing good. Keep going, bud. What are we talking about? I already forgot, dude. I was hoping you'd remember. <laughs> so the I I didn't know what to do, and uh, I I was just asking and asking and asking and praying and praying and praying and. The answer that I got was, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to do this. And I was like, we'll do that. And I was like, and I felt just instant like peace about everything. Is that your subconscious or is that God? It, up to up for debate. I'm perfectly willing to admit that. I don't know is the, is the question. And, uh, or is the answer to that question. So, uh, and I what I did was ended up being kind of a waste of time and foolish. What do you mean? I, it was, it just didn't work out the way I had planned. Oh, oh, oh. However, I would say even though it didn't work out, I learned a lot from it. And I think that learning made me a better person as a consequence. So I don't like, even though I didn't get the result that I wanted, uh, I feel like I I'm a better and like almost like a this sounds weird but like a larger person because of it like I, I became more of a person you became a big boy I was more self-actualized mm. but yeah big boy I, 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 I you know I took my training wheels off <laughs> yeah, Jack, yeah. I mean that's, that's <laughs> nice that's the you know but, well, that's the whole, you know, everything happens for a reason thing, too. Oh, I, yeah, and I absolutely believe that. I, I don't I don't buy into, like, the the meaninglessness of life at all. I don't think that very much at all happens inconsequentially. Right. I think it all has an effect that, it, you know, ripples on a lake, that sort of thing. Is it already written, or is it happening as we go? Hmm. Now, you say, all right, so... It's that's like the question of determinism, and determinism has a very, very compelling argument. I would say, I would say that it is uh, Zach. When you go back and watch this, I, I would say you, that it is. You're gonna no, love the way you look, uh, <laughs> like hell, I'm sure. But the um, I would say that it is known but not written. If that makes any sense, yeah. So like, I don't I. I don't believe that we don't have free will. I think if anybody treats you as if you don't have free will, you resent it for a reason because that's not the truth. The truth is that you are a, a self-determining creature to a large degree. Now, the amount of free will that you are willing to grasp and take in your hands, that's a different question because it's very easy to just uh, sit back and live your life in a routine and just go with the flow of things. And if you really think about it, 90% of your life is like programs that you've already figured out how to run. You know, all right, this is the wake up program. I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to stretch. I'm going to get ready for work or whatever. And that's my morning routine. And I don't have to think about that at all. This is the route that I take. So how many times you've been in the car and you're taking, you're like start driving to your destination and then, oh, I'm going to work right now. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Or, or you start heading to a destination and you go the wrong way because exactly. you're so used, used to, going to going the same way. direction every right, day. Right, right, right. And before you know it, you're like, oh, wait, 
I was supposed to make a left there. I feel like this happened. Like this is why I turn around to my house sometimes because I just left something, but I didn't leave anything. <laughs> but it happens so often. Wait, you turn around and go back to your house? No, no, I'm playing around. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't sound right at all. I don't have that problem. Fifth wing. You ready? No. <laughs> Grab a good one. You're having a drum. That's a juicy one. Ugh. Hang on, look at dude. Look at this one. No. I'm going to do this one. Well, all right. Well, I'm not going to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> like that makes it worse. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could be on Hot Ones. Oh. I like that. Uh, is that a show? or a po- That's not a podcast, right? It's a show. It's a show? Yeah. Yeah, because they, 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 they post edit a lot. Well, mm-hmm. like, you could be a podcast and do post edits. I guess. It's not as fun. What's the fucking point? What? I said, I said a bad one, so oh. it's like... Now what? you can point at the swear jar because we're out of money. That's when we knew we were, we we were going to run out. That was five? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you're coherent enough to keep count. <sighs> Wonder if dudes would dig this ASMR. Alright. I do have a weird kind of like I don't know what the hell it was story, to be okay. honest with you. And my mom witnessed it as well, so I know I'm not crazy. It was in the middle of the night. I was probably 15 or 16. Up on Long Island. I'm scared this one isn't hitting me like the others did. I think our mouths are going numb because that that one didn't seem to hit me as hard either. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were just like lightly or sauced or maybe just like... I think we're just losing our minds. I think we're starting to hallucinate. The bad stuff is coming. What I say? I said after number five, weird shit starts to happen. (laughs) I can't get a word out. (laughs) Anyway, so... So that's, that's six for anybody counting at home. I'm dead asleep and um... I kind of awake to what feels like a, a minor vibration with my bed, and but you know I'm like I'm like asleep, so I'm kind of thinking I'm dreaming it. Yeah, and then it goes away. Okay, then it happens again, and I wake up in the middle of the second one. And when I open my eyes, I'm, my my face is is actually pointed away from my windows, so I'm looking at my closet door. And I open my eyes. My bed is very slightly shaking, but I hear the sound. It's going. And the weird thing is I'm looking at my closet doors and they're glowing red. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is happening? And I, I kind of wake up and I'm like, whoa, I just woke up out of the weirdest dream. Right. So I'm sitting up in bed now. I am awake at this point. Maybe 10 seconds go by. My bed starts to shake again. My windows now to the left of me, that's where the red light was coming from. My windows start to glow red. I had the shades closed, so I can't see anything out. Okay. But you can tell there's a red glow coming from the back of my house. And again, I hear... That's uh-huh. very accurate. Okay, uh, that's a really sounds that's exactly what it like sound it. like. So now, I kind of got that fear where you freeze for a second, because I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Finally, the red glow goes away, and I jump out of bed, and I try to open my, uh, you know, the blinds, and I'm looking around, and I see nothing. 
And I'm like, whoa, what is up with you right now? That is so weird. And I'm like, no, I got to go outside. I got to see what the heck is up. Uh-huh. So I go to go into my backyard. As soon as my open, I open my door, my mom is already at the other end of the hall. She looks at me. She goes, Chris, what was that? And I went, what was that? She's like, you saw that, right? And I was like, yeah, what was it? She's like, I don't know. I was like, let's go. Let's go check the backyard. Nothing. We went out on the back deck. We were looking around. We were like, I was like, mom, what was that? Must have been two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Nothing. You, only you two woke up. That's it. Just the two of us. Everybody else was dead asleep. But my mom and I are probably the lighter sleeper, sleepers of the family. Lighter sleepers. Light lighter sleepers. That one, it did end up hitting me. It just took a while. Yeah. Ugh. And to this day, if you ask her, she's like, "Yeah, we'll never Weirdest know what that thing. was." The only thing, you know, and then I, I found out years later, the whole harp program. You familiar with that? I've heard of it, yeah. Heart program is what people, conspiracy theorists anyway. They think they're trying to control the weather and the, stuff. The c- controlling the weather, specifically using sound waves. And people have caught weird sounds in the atmosphere before. Oh yeah, there's all sorts of weird stuff. And they've recorded it, and they've put it into videos, and put it onto YouTube. And I found one, and I was listening to some of the sounds... And I got to tell you, man, some of the sounds that people caught, what they believe is like the harp program stuff, it sounded a lot like what I heard. Really? A lot like what I heard. Where's harp supposed to be uh, located? Literally at? no idea. I think it. I think that they have like a definite, I think it was on an episode of um, the conspiracy guy, Navy SEAL, former governor of Minnesota. Oh, uh, Jesse, Jesse Ventura. Thank you. Yeah. It was on his show. He like he uh, like tried to get onto the property. And he was like, "I'm a former governor. You can't let me in here." It's like um, that doesn't like we, we're a military base. You can't come here. <laughs> but he was trying to like get a video camera on there and like use his polar cloud or whatever to like try and prove his conspiracy theories. You know, I forgot he had that show. Yeah, it was a good show. It was a very interesting show. I mean, not it wasn't a good show, but it was it was fun. It was. Somewhere between like ancient aliens and Dateline, yeah. I mean, yeah. He the, the whole JFK thing. Like, some of it was so dramatized. Some of it, when when shows like that get too overly dra- dramatic, yeah, it becomes kind of silly. Like, did you watch the episodes where they were trying to like uh, debunk the JFK uh, the government's official story about JFK? I didn't give it a lot of attention. I he just... kept saying that he had like these connections and people on the inside and people who used to be in the CIA and they were handing him secret documentations and one night you know they had to meet on on a bridge I have the documents I have the documents yeah exactly he's like I had to they had to meet on a bridge meanwhile the cameras are out like and they blurred out the guy's face but it's like everybody could see you yeah it was some of it was over the top and silly, but yeah, you know. it was a, a lot of it was over the, like the like secret meetings they had like in the dark room where he was like, "You're going to Antarctica and you're going to you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was kind of stupid, but it was fun. <coughs> you ready? I already beat my goal, man. <laughs> you can stop at any point. I'm right. gonna keep going. It uh, what's uh, what? How many do we have left here? Because we, we both have eaten five. Yeah, so, so there we have six left, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, yeah. So in your record is eleven. No, my record is ten. So we, if we you can't. ate the rest of these, I would beat it. Yeah, but do you want to do that or do you want to keep going? I don't want you to be able to beat your record. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can I have some ranch dressing, maybe? Some celery, something? That'll make it too easy. You're... This is a challenge. Yeah, this is so easy, bro. Look at how cakey that one is. All right, here we go. Number This is six? Yep. Six. Number six. <laughs> this might be burning your receptors for the rest of your life. You're not going to be able to taste food tomorrow. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> After I just got like a double layer chocolate cake for my kid's birthday too. You making ribs? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. All right. What's next? <laughs> you don't have any stories that could even relate to that? No. <laughs> you think I'm you think I'm crazy? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh man, so good. So I'm just like, it's the waiting that gets to me. Describe what you're feeling right now. Panic. <laughs> like just sheer panic. Like the greatest fear. And now, and now pain. And now like ever rising pain. And just the, the absolute disappointment in where I am in my life that I'm in this basement eating these hot wings dude I did not think you were gonna get to six I didn't think so either you have thrown down six of these well I'm just trying to to keep pace man like I you'd forget I'm actually ultra competitive <laughs> <laughs> I mean right now like I'm actually I feel like I've hit like a sweet spot like I'm just kind of rolling through it now I mean it's not it still sucks but don't get me wrong but you know back to the the podcast the the Joe Rogan Alex jones podcast um yeah this, this is a good idea chris let's just have a podcast about other people's podcasts i mean why not it's on my it's on my mind you guys right want now. to talk about mark Marin next like <laughs> or adam carolla <laughs> i like carolla's podcast a lot actually carolla's got a great podcast funny. anyway what are you doing with your napkins i'm just stacking them on the plate i'm, I'm throwing them right here i could stack them here you gotta like just spread them out not, i don't know i'm just you're not you're not being messy enough i guess I'm experienced with these wings, I told you. Uh, Captain Marvel comes out this weekend. I wonder if that's going to be any good. It'd probably be all right. All right. So anyway, what I was saying, you know... I've uh, read a lot of negative Rotten Tomatoes reviews, though. (laughs) (laughs) The the Rotten Tomato reviews say that it's not going to be good. By the way, Rotten Tomatoes took away the... uh, the expectation meter thing yeah. like are you excited to see it thing yeah and they're saying it's not because of Captain Marvel it was because of Captain Marvel it's 100% because of Captain Marvel yeah get real anyway so um this is now it's like the full effect it's it's reached the crescendo really yeah the 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 pain from that last wing yeah yeah I don't like why am I doing this I don't know what do I have to prove I'm a grown man I pay bills. <laughs> I'm supposed to go to Bed Bath Beyond tomorrow. Ain't gonna know. <laughs> I ain't gonna make it there. <laughs> what was it? I'll get to the bath and that's it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Whew. I kind of want to start eating them quicker. Go ahead. You're gonna let me get one ahead of you? No. If I grab one, uh, you're gonna do it. If I grab one and bite it, you're gonna grab one and bite it. Because you're competitive, remember? Oh, look how juicy mine is. Go. Come on. Oh, my goodness. I've been wanting to do this episode for a while. 
We were gonna do this sooner, and you shot it down. You know when we were gonna do this? Mm. I think way back on episode three, mm. because Matt Connor was here, mm. and he basically said, "Heck no, <laughs> I'm not doing that." Mm. Oh, and then we were thinking about doing it again with Jeff here, and we were la- excuse me, we were laughing because how disgusting he is when he eats wings. It's really funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is a rough one. If Jeff were eating, like, you'd never be able to touch anything in here again. No, Jeff makes a mess. If you guys don't know Jeff, you could go back to what he was on episode 23. He was on episode, I think, 19. (sighs) Is Jeff not the most famous character? Like, he's more famous than us from his, from these shows, I'm sure. Easily. He he gets (laughs) the most feedback. Jeff has the best stories. We got to have him back on soon. (laughs) How's it going? Those are only two left, right? Two left and we're done. And then I'm ending this damn episode. Ooh, okay. Oh, no. Okay. Did you get a little bone in there? Yeah. Let me finish my thought, for Christ's sake. What, what was your thought? Al, it you was- know, that reminds me of the time. If you say Alex Jones one more time. One more time. How am I going to tell my So story? help me. So help me. How am I going to talk about it? How, what, how long has this podcast been going on? I don't know. I'm not even looking. You've been talking about Alex Jones for like the last 45 minutes. <laughs> well, it's been 49 minutes, so there's at least four minutes in there where I wasn't. <laughs> Do you want to eat the last one? And let's end go! The damn let's go! Are you serious? Oh my god, last one! Ah, We're doing it, guys! Ah, Fucking feel it! Oh my god. This is so stupid. If anybody's listening to this podcast, I'm sorry. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Oh my god. Zach, you're an animal. You're an animal! I've literally just doubled my goal. Dude. <laughs> Show the camera. Get close to the camera, your face. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a big hug, man. Chew, swallow, chew, swallow. You're a beautiful man. Not right now. I mean, I have my moments. This isn't one of them. (sighs) Guys, if you're still watching or listening, I have no idea why. (sighs) Except to just waller in my pain. Just revel. I appreciate you tuning in. Love you guys. I did this for you. I hope you're happy. I've got to figure out how to stop the stream. <laughs> let's, just, let's just be it for a little bit. Oh my goodness. Uh, bye, guys. Bye-bye. See you next Friday. <laughs>